2: Friday. Welcome to tonight's Andrew K. Show. Glad to have you all here with me. I wasn't sure I was going to be able to start the show with a giggle with my usual enthusiasm. Because I was—I have been warm all day today. I'm telling you, I woke up today to see footage via CNN like it's a cop's special. Showing a 70-something-year-old man dragged out of his house for doing the same, doing nothing more than what Hillary Clinton, Comey, and all the rest of them done and gotten away with. We got to talk about that uh, tonight. Um, before we get into any of that, though, we got a lot to cover on tonight's Andrew K Show on Friday. Of course, we always do Friday Fun Day. We've got a great segment for you guys on that where we do music or a book review. We've actually got Charles Krauthammer's son, Daniel, is going to be here. Um, Charles Krauthammer, beloved uh, mind and commentator and political pundit, uh, wrote a book. And um, before he did a second edition of it. He wrote some more pieces for it that didn't get published, and his son is going to be here. And I'm hoping that that's going to be like a nice way to kind of round out this week with something more inspirational. Because like many people today, I've been really upset over the two big topics of the day, which is Roger Stone's arrest as well as the... A reopening President Trump's announcement to reopen the government. We've got uh, to discuss both of those issues. Megan Barth will be here. Reagan, babe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I heard this morning about the Roger Stone arrest, uh, even before I heard about President Trump's announcement, Megan Barth was the one I thought of because, man, you know, she brings some heat uh, and brings some truth and, uh, you know, unabashed honesty and i think that that's really what we need now more than ever no 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 pulling any punches on tonight's show and the man is going to also and i want to hear from you guys 888-344-1170 the question of the day really is did president trump cave he came out this this evening upon uh, seeing the feedback from many people, like Ann Coulter, who said that he is now, uh, George W. Bush is grateful for for Trump because Trump is now officially the weakest Republican president we've ever had. On the heels of a lot of criticisms today, President Trump says he didn't cave. He says, I wish people would read or listen to my words on the border wall. This was in no way a concession. It was taking care of millions of people who were getting badly hurt by the shutdown with the understanding that in 21 days, if no deal is done, it's off to the races. Do you think he caved? or do you think he caved but he had a good reason to cave 888-344-1170 and the man who will take your calls and keep the show rolling to round out the week is my man DJ Carrot Sticks Woo! woo, woo. woo it's Friday night. You know who that was? No. Woo! It's Friday night. Hey, that's Julio Rivera. Yes, that was Julio
1: from when he filled
0: in.
2: Yeah. Awesome. Okay, Julio. Julio showing his enthusiasm. Um, I do think he caved, and um, and I don't uh, uh, because I when you say I'm going to own a shutdown, and you shut down the government, and you proceed negotiations, and you end up reopening the government without getting anything that you've asked for, and giving the people you're negotiating with everything that they've asked for, I don't think you can you can characterize it as anything else but a cave. Now, if you want to argue that it was time for him to cave, if you want to argue with me that it was a good move for him today and the right thing to do given the circumstances, fine. I would love to hear that. Let's let's make that argument. In fact, many people here at the station, when I got here today, made that argument today that they feel like you know it was the right move to make that he needed to go he needed to go ahead and reopen the government and go to the next phase of his negotiations. I'm open to that, but but I, I'm concerned. You know, I've been getting a lot of heat from people today calling me a fake Trump supporter and saying anybody who's criticizing Trump is just you know some kind of you know faker. And it's like, wait a second. You know, a, a couple things here. First of all, uh, you know. Um, are we now Obama supporters? You know, the people the people that no matter what the president did, no matter how bad the misstep, we're just gonna, you know, is that who we are now? We're, we're not open to any is, is that kind of a relationship Trump supporters have with their spouses, with their kids? Is that who we are now to where everybody gets a blue ribbon? You tell your spouse it doesn't matter. How bad they they mess up, it doesn't matter if they violate some boundary that you establish. It doesn't matter if your husband goes out and buys a car you can't afford. You're gonna say, that's okay, honey, that's good. Your kid comes home with an F on his report card because he didn't bother to do his homework. And you're gonna go, oh, that's okay, honey. No. That's not who I am, and that's not who we should be. And oh, by the way, you know, let me introduce you to Andrea Kay. I am an equal opportunity criticizer. I do not advocate for party or Paul, I advocate for ideas. And the idea was that we need border security, including a wall. And it was something that President Trump ran on. And I think that we cannot, and and I have tremendous respect for President Trump. I understand that this was a man who gave up a billion-dollar business and enterprise to, because he cared about this country and where it was going. And he saw that the open border and what it was doing to this country in the form of drugs, in the form of murderers and, and rapists coming into this country, as well as opportunity. As, as well as opportunists who are wanting to come here and take advantage of us economically, that we had to seal the border. We had to do it. We had to get a wall. And I think, unfortunately, President Trump did make some missteps along the way. And, and I'm not blaming him entirely for that. This, he's a businessman. He goes into Washington. He's facing two opposition parties. We've got a one-party system. You know, he's, he's, he's got a lot of people whispering into his ear about what to do. He's never faced this kind of situation before. So, uh, you know, uh, 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 it's, it's natural that he would make some missteps along the way. And it doesn't make us wrong to point them out. And thank goodness that he's the kind of leader that listens to people, that listens to the voters. And he's responding tonight saying, I'm not conceding. Good. Because it was a concession. It absolutely was. And now he's got an opportunity to get back on track. And and do what he promised to do for the American people. I don't usually take callers in the opening segment, but I'm going to. I got a couple people holding. Um, looks like my buddy Chet from Long Island's on the phone with a couple people calling. I'm going to ask everybody to keep it kind of quick. Hey Chet, welcome back to the show, my friend.
1: Hi Andrea. Um, kudos to you for keeping it the way that you always do. I think we do need to uh, give criticism when it's due. I think the president moved in this direction because the media. As usual, played it up in the narrative that they wanted it to be seen through the the telescope that they were pushing in the American people 's eye, which was people losing a paycheck they weren 't getting their mortgages paid on time they had car payments you know and this stuff was really happening there was a, a flight that didn 't take off I think it was either today or yesterday, and I, I think the president. Cave because of those reasons. Now, the thing I wanted to ask you, and I'll let you answer and I'll hang up because I know you have other callers, is if he wants to call a state of emergency, that's not just going to get the... The wall put up is it because doesn't that have to go through federal court anyway? I'll hang up and listen. Thank you.
2: Thank you. I'm not sure if it has to go through federal court. I think it will because there will be lawsuits immediately. This was a man who couldn't even exercise his executive privilege with the with the travel ban from bringing in people from terrorist infested countries. So it will automatically be legally challenged. And my my question for President Trump in terms of to answer your first point about people hurting and not getting their paychecks and not being able to make car payments. That was expected when you start a shutdown. And that's why it was a mistake for President Trump to start this without um, really understanding that uh, don't start it unless you're willing to see it through and not cave at the first moment when people get uncomfortable. If you're going to do that, you've got to know a couple of things. You've got to have... You've got to know who your internal champions are. He, he started the shutdown without really understanding that he did not have enough people in his own party to back him up. And that was a big mistake. And, and that means that you got to go backwards to what he's done since he took office. And unfortunately, we had a majority for two years. He needed to dig his heels in with the Republicans as soon and and tell them, I'm not going to sign anything. I'm not going to sign that first omnibus like he did. I'm not going to sign anything involving spending that does not include my wall. That should have been his first order of business over Obamacare. Had he dug his heels in, which ended up being a failure in the first place. If he had dug his heels in long ago, we might be avoiding the situation where we're at right now with the shutdown. Um, So, yeah, I get that people were hurting, but they were going to hurt. I mean, you look at who, and and worse, I think I. And then I promise I'm going to get to my caller here. Worse, he didn't do a good job with the messaging in terms of blaming who was causing the pain on those people. When he went to the microphones today, it was not my president. It was like some kind of Stepford president. They lobotomized him as. P- and switched his brain he should have come out blazing and said I'm having to reopen the government because I'm dealing with terrorists in both parties that don't care who what Americans are hurt they don't care about American workers having to not be able to make car payments they don't care about Americans that are getting murdered by people coming across the border I'm the only one who cares and he didn't do it today it was well it was too mealy mouth and mushy uh Ronnie Rayley. well uh how's oh, my buddy Ronnie on the phone from Alabama hey bud welcome to the show
1: Well, it's it's good to hear from you. It's been a while.
2: Oh, it has been a while. Um, This is my buddy, Iraq uh, hero and Iraq war, disabled Iraq war veteran, Ronnie Raley. Ronnie, thank you so much for calling in. It's been too long. What do you want to say about this border situation?
1: Well, I think President Trump's doing the best he can with what he has to work with. I mean, if if you had both sides of the fence going after you, I think I'd have done the same thing, I guess. But if he'll come through in three weeks, we'll forgive him. That's for sure.
2: Yeah, I think <clears throat> I think you're right. I think that I think he needs to reset. I think that um, I think he took some bad advice. Which we're all human beings, and he certainly is. Some bad advice that this week to try to turn from being who he really is and turn into some kind of statesman, and he caved to Nancy Pelosi. Oh, like like they I think they thought that the charm offensive would win the day in messaging, and what really won the day for him and why he won the election in the first place was because he was this rough talking, call it like it is, disruptor of both parties who was going to do right and blow it up for the American people. I think he made some missteps along the way. Now he's got an opportunity to reset at that and do right for the american people including calling for a national emergency and if he gets it done he will be forgiven because he will have done the right thing for yep. the american people and he will have uh, fulfilled his commitments ronnie thank you so much for calling in and you know how much i care about you and love you and i hope you're well
3: thank you same here
2: all right Bye-bye. honey all right we're going to take a break when we come back we're going to hear from the one and only reagan babe megan barth She'll be here. And I want to continue to hear from you.
4: 888-344-1170. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show. And follow her on Facebook and
2: like her fan page at Andrea K, Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E.
0: FM 96.1 North Cali, AM 1170 San Diego. The answer.
6: Recently, mortgage rates have fallen dramatically by half a percent from their peak, opening yet another window of opportunity for homeowners to lower their monthly payments, do a cash out, refinance, or consolidate their debts. Extreme volatility in the stock market and expectations of slowing global and U.S. economic growth have pushed bond yields to near one-year lows. Following the big drop in mortgage rates, conforming no-point 30-year fixed mortgage rates now average in the mid-fours, with 15-year rates in the high threes, 30-year VA and FHA rates are in the low fours wars. Whether you're purchasing a home or refinancing, take advantage of today's lower mortgage rates while they're still available. And don't forget, Aramco now has plenty of easy qualifier loan programs for the self-employed with no tax returns. To learn more, call Aramco today at 800-411-8441. That's 800-411-8441. Or visit aramco.biz, B-I-Z. Aramco, purchase, refinance, reverse, real estate, real solutions for your financing needs.
4: DRE 01853626 and MLS 277316. Not all borrowers qualify.
7: Folks, in our country, people are living in two different worlds. About half believe the Russian collusion narrative that most media organizations are pushing, while the real scandal is Spygate, where Obama administration officials actively colluded with the campaign of Hillary Clinton and foreign governments to affect the outcome of the 2016 presidential election. Half of all Americans don't know the truth. But you can help solve the division with the facts and details you read in the Epic Times newspaper, sharing them with friends and family. The Epic Times reports the true and untold story of collusion in the Spygate scandal. And now they've also charted it out on a limited edition poster-sized wall chart that exposes every illegal relationship. It helps you explain the truth. You can get a copy free when you subscribe to the Epic Times for just $1 for the first month by logging on to TrustedNewspaper.com. That's TrustedNewspaper.com. Com, reporting the important news avoided by the other media. Trustednewspaper.com that's trustednewspaper.com. FM 96.1 AM
0: 1170 The Answer.
7: You're
4: listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea K on The Answer San Diego.
2: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K show. Happy Friday. The question of the day is did President Trump cave today when he reopened the government? Yeah, woo! <laughs> did he did he cave? And and uh, was that cave, was it the right thing to do? Was it a good thing or not? Joining me to answer that question for herself. Talk about telling it like it is. Uh, I brought her on initially before I heard about the opening uh, reopening of the government. Uh, I, woke, I woke today, like many, to see a, a 70-something-year-old man dragged out of his house at 6 a.m. in the morning. I mean, murderers get to turn themselves in. But Roger Stone is dragged out of his house by, by, you know, his wig. I don't know, his hair may be real or not. But anyway, here to talk about that and the government shutdown, the woman who always tells it like it is on The Andrea Kay Show, Megan Barth, Reagan Babe. Hey, Megan, welcome back to the show.
8: Thanks, Andrea. Always good to be on with you. All
2: right. So let's start first uh, with your thoughts on uh, the reopening of the government today and President Trump's announcement.
8: Well, I was on the radio this morning. Uh, I do a two hour show now in the morning out of Reno. Uh, I think we're an affiliate station, I think. Oh. Uh,
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Uh, yeah. Be sure to promote that girl. Tell everybody how to hear it. Uh, 99.1
8: FM KKFT, Monday through Friday. 10 to noon and that specific time. Awesome. Yeah, so we cover Nevada politics, but we cover, you know, uh, national politics, obviously, as well. But nonetheless, I was, you know, waiting with bated breath to see exactly what Donald Trump was going to do, was going to go go nuclear, which Mitch McConnell refused to do. Uh, Was he going to use that $7 billion he found, uh, which wasn't the $6 billion Hillary Clinton lost, I don't think. Uh, Mm -hmm. Nonetheless, was he going to use that money to declare a national emergency, uh, and fortify our southern border. No, instead, what he did, in my estimation, was capitulate. Yeah. And uh, he capitulated to what I believe is some very bad advice given by moderates that still swim in the swamp. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, what are the Democrats going to do over the next three weeks? And what's going to come over our border in the next three weeks? You know, in northern Nevada, we just suffered four murderers at the hands of an illegal alien, a 19 year old slaughtered. Four of our northern Nevada neighbors, uh, two 80-year-old couple, uh, an 80-year-old couple, uh, and uh, two other women, uh, ages 53 and 74, uh, were robbed and then executed, uh, shot in the back of the head by this illegal alien swine. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was able to illegally cross the border and then find sanctuary in northern Nevada, and then went on a murdering killing spree. Uh, This happens nearly every week, it seems. So I'm wondering how many more Americans are going to die at the hands of an illegal alien over the next 21 days. Uh, The Democrats have zero interest in securing the border because they benefit from illegal aliens. If they did not benefit, the Democrats would have... Uh, a bus, a plane, a train, a boat, uh, lined up to deport these uh, illegal alien invaders and these criminals. But they obviously benefit from illegal aliens. Now, American citizens do not because we end up paying for them either through our pocketbooks or with our life. Uh, And so here we are, another three weeks are going to drag on. Mm -hmm. uh, And don't worry, the federal workers are back to work, uh, but we just captured an illegal alien uh, at our border that had the flesh-eating skin disease. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, here we have it, three, yeah. three more weeks to, to toss the football around mm-hmm. to just uh, reaffirm that Democrats have zero interest in securing our border, and we have three more weeks uh, and we'll see what the body bag count is within those three weeks.
2: Yeah, I mean, there. You know, uh, I said last night when when uh, Trump floated uh, Graham Nesty's idea of three weeks of a conti- uh, continuing resolution. I thought wh- uh, to, to to continue to negotiate in good faith with people who've never negotiated with good faith with 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 people that voted for a wall but now say walls are immoral. How do you know for the, to negotiate in good faith with? People who twice voted this week to not cut checks for the furloughed employees. And you're suggesting that there is in any way a possibility of good faith negotiations with these terrorists? And Trump, President Trump said that. Not only did he reopen the government today, but his speech, who wrote that speech? I mean, it could not have been worse. It was so mealy mouthed. At least if he had come out today, Megan, and said, I am going to call out, I have to reopen. I feel like I have to reopen the government today because people are suffering because flights are being canceled and people can't pay their mortgages. But let me tell you why and call out both parties. Call them out for the fact that they don't care about American lives. They don't care about who's raped. They don't care about and say it just like that. They don't care. And I'm going to go ahead and reopen it today. Not give this stupid three week continuing resolution crap. But, you know, say I'm going to go ahead and reopen it. And 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 he should have been in that moment today already prepared to file the national emergency. This continuing resolution crap is nonsense. I said last night, are these continuing resolutions on the do they spray oxy into the air or something? We're like addicted to it in government and it's ridiculous. And you know what? Trump has fall, fallen for it too. Before the show, DJ Carrotsticks sticks and I were talking about, really, this goes back to mistakes on Trump's part early into his administration when he signed that first omnibus bill, Megan, that didn't have border wall funding in it.
8: Right. And he said he would never fund, never sign another bill like that again. Uh, and here we are. We're still without any sort of bill that funds the wall. Uh, and, and so uh, I don't believe that Stephen Miller wrote that speech. It doesn't sound like a Stephen Miller speech. It actually sh- sounds like uh, perhaps Paul Ryan uh, wrote that yeah. speech. Because, again, we just have a bigger bloated government and we have bloated bureaucrats holding the American people hostage uh, at airports. And did you notice that it was a sick out amongst Three airports that are in Democrat-controlled cities. Yeah. Uh, This was a plan. It was definitely designed. And I remember, I'm old enough to remember, that when uh, the, uh, what is it, not TSA, but the air traffic controllers went on strike, uh, Reagan
2: fired them. Yeah, yeah. They
8: are fireable. People yeah,
2: are We have been well, held hostage, not just by these air right. traffic controllers today, but by how many federal workers who, quite frankly, you know, are... We're supposed to be so concerned about them missing paychecks. I said the other night, we need to be concerned about why we're not missing these people and, and you know, and why this has become a form of government welfare that these people continue to get a paycheck. And whatever inconvenience somebody might have suffered today from missing their flight is nothing compared to what is the inconvenience and hardship that it is uh, put upon this country in the future or the four people who were slaughtered in Nevada or Kate Steinle's family or Molly Tibbetts and her family or any other the other thousands of Americans who've been inconvenienced by being raped and molested by these people. This is outrageous. I'm hoping that President Trump is listening to and I believe that he is. I, and, and, you know, I have some sympathy for him, Megan, because he did face two opposition parties. He's a man alone in trying to make this happen. And I think that he's listened to some bad advice. Uh, that, that I, and I think he's kind of waking up tonight to the fact that he is not going to win re-election unless he gets this wall built. Here, One phrase in a speech, and then I got to talk about Roger Stone that bothered me, was, if we don't get a fair deal, I might close the government again. He did not say, if we don't get full funding for the wall.
8: Right. Uh and, and he had to reiterate because we've been hearing the talking points from Democrats that now the wall is from the sea to the signing, shining shining sea. No, that was never the deal. Uh first it was a concrete wall, uh now it's a steel wall with slats. Uh, whatever it is, we need to ensure that the barriers uh, or that the borders that are open receive the barriers that they need. Quite frankly, I prefer an alligator mode. Flood the, flood the Rio Grande with alligators, if that's what we have to do. Yeah. Uh, we need something because we cannot all, any longer live in fear with people in the shadows that have zero regard for our lives, for our livelihoods, and for our resources because they take advantage of all three.
2: We are talking to Reagan babe, Megan Barth, who's got a show, a radio show at a Reno right now from 10 to 12 uh, every day. Um, okay, so Roger Stone, uh, mm-hmm. he dragged out of his house this morning. Uh, according to the indictment, the I, I didn't read the indictment, but my understanding of it, it still doesn't allege anything. Not only does it not allege, there's no, no um, charge or indictment involving Russian collusion. The indictment itself actually exonerates him from any collusion because he's seeking the WikiLeaks. Uh, proves that he didn't know what was in the WikiLeaks. But however, he's being charged with the crime of lying. Well, if that is what gets you dragged out of your house at 5 o'clock in the morning with 19 SWAT officers and 19 vehicles. That should have dragged Obama out of 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue because the dude lied all day every day to Congress, to investigators, and the American people. This is absurd, the double standard we have under a Republican president and under a Republican appointee, head of the FBI, Christopher Wray, who needs to be immediately fired.
8: Right, and and even President Trump uh, tweeted out, you know, basically who gave that order to drag, you know, Roger Stone uh, via SWAT out of his house. Well, that would be the guy that you hired, which would be Christopher Ray, so you can actually honestly fire him just as easily as you hired him. Uh, like I said, I don't know really what kind of advice uh, Donald Trump is getting right now. I just don't think it's wise. Uh, and so let we look at Roger Stone. Let's take that down, shall we? Uh, we send in 25 Navy SEALs to take down Osama bin Laden. Uh, 18, did you say, or was it 15, uh, FBI SWAT uh, took down a 66-year-old barefoot man at 6 a.m., who they knew did not have a valid passport. He was not a flight risk. Who they knew was actually dead broke. Uh, Because all of the legal fees that he's now had to pay because of this, uh, you know, baseless investigation run by an out of control special counsel. Uh, And so this is just another uh, target. Uh, that Weinstein and Mueller and company have uh, in order to get closer to the president, in order to continue to create chaos in and around this administration, in order to give people the illusion of Mm. uh, the criminal activity, right? And when you have half of the American people really don't even understanding that really there is no Russian collusion, when you have half the American people believing in 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 a lie, Uh, You cannot really point the fingers anywhere else but to the DNC, Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama, uh, and the mainstream media. They are the ones that crafted this narrative. They are the ones that have deceived the American people. And if more than a majority of the American people fall for it, well, that's who we're surrounded by. Uh, Completely ignorant people who have no desire in seeking the truth, but they have every desire in finding revenge. Revenge from a lost election, Mm -hmm. that an anointed woman, drunk hag... Was supposed to win, uh, and so here we have Roger Stone, sixty-six-year-old barefoot elderly man, dragged out by a SWAT team. Could you imagine if the FBI maybe used that type of force in the um, in finding Omar Mateen? Oh yeah, we wouldn't. We wouldn't. That would happened in Florida. That happened in uh, what is it, Fort Lauderdale? Uh, if if we had used the resources of the FBI to go uh, after the terrorists, who were actually you know watching mm-hmm. instead of you know why are we watching terrorists? Why aren't we breaking down their doors with SWAT? Yeah. Because they're reserving they're reserving SWAT and and strong armed Gestapo tactics to Republicans or those in and around Donald Trump's campaign,
2: right, and it's time for the Republican Party and President Trump himself to put a stop to this. He needs to he needs yep. to release all the unredacted, uh, unredacted everything related to the FISA documents. He needs to insist. He needs he, he, you know the um, I get that if he fired Mueller, he the the investigation would just continue. But there's absolutely no excuse for Rod Rosenstein continuing to be in his place uh, as Deputy Attorney General. There's no excuse for why Christopher Ray has not the IG himself recommended charges. Is for Andrew McCabe, yet he hasn't been dragged out of his home at 6 o'clock in the morning, and there's no excuse for why an investigation after the IG report proved that Hillary Clinton was never properly investigated. There's no excuse right now for why Hillary Clinton's home was never raided, why she, we already know the crimes that she's committed. You are not, if you or I destroyed 30-something thousand pieces of government uh uh, property under subpoena, we'd be hauled off right quick. She was never put under oath and, and interrogated. Uh, all of her people, from Cheryl Mills to Huma Abedin to even the Platte River dude who set up the felonious email server, all given immunity. It is disgraceful that we've still got this kind of double standard, two two sets of justice in this country when we're two over two years into a Republican administration. And I and I just I, I, I I'm it's at the point to where we've got to shift, I think, and say you can't just blame the Democrat. For it, we've got to start holding the administration, I think, to account to actually solve the problem. Do you agree or not?
8: Well, yeah, because we're going to continue to see lawless behavior as long as long as lawless behavior is ignored or, like you said, granted immunity. Uh, and so until we have a, uh, basically a coming to Jesus, if you will, and start filing charges against those who admitted to breaking the law, who lo- lied to Congress, who leaked information, whether that's Andrew McCabe or James Comey, who unmasked 200 individuals based on a faulty FISA document that was, uh, created uh, by the DNC, British spies, Russian spies, and then sold to the FISA document as fact instead of, uh, instead of felonious or fallacious, rather. Um, yeah, we, we definitely need to have some charges being brought. But the unfortunate part is, is who's running the DOJ? Who's running? Is there is there anybody really running the DOJ? Rod Rosenstein Sessions, is the man who's
2: Rod Rosenstein Correct. is the man who signed his name to the illegal FISA warrants is still running the Department of Justice. That and is there. You have it. Yeah, and the, yeah, and I get that President Trump again is being given some really bad advice, which is that you you know going back to the beginning, he should have fired Jeff Sessions immediately as soon as he recused himself. He was given that bad advice to keep him on. He was given the bad advice to cooperate. And again, this is not meant to to slam Donald Trump. I get where he's coming from he there is no American that is prepared to go into DC under these circumstances and know how to handle it and know what advice to take and he's even gotten some bad advice from Giuliani who everybody said you know should be an AG I get that that nobody really knows how to navigate these waters but I think we can see now that it's time it's time to just to, to blow it up and get some accountability because that's the only way we're going to restore unless the Comeys the McCabes the Lisa uh, uh, struck and, and Lisa Page unless people like that start being literally being held to account and prosecuted, we are it's just going to get worse and worse. We're at a point to where we are literally a banana republic. We literally have the FBI and the DOJ weaponized to prosecute people strictly because of who they are and what they believe politically. And we got to get a grip on this immediately. I got 30 seconds, Megan, if you want to wrap it up.
8: No, you're absolutely right. And so, you know, I'm not, I'm an eye for an eye type of girl. I would love to see uh, James Comey's house stormed in the middle of the night by armed FBI agents, but we're never going to see that one. It, it shouldn't be done because it's not appropriate. But this is what we're up against. And so, you know, campaign season is going to swing in, it's going to get more sticky and bumpy than it already has. But I would probably advise the American people not to lose the faith uh, because I hope that Donald J. Trump, whatever happens in the election in 2020, he does expose all of the frauds. He does expose all of the criminals because the frauds and the criminals are
2: on both sides of the aisle. Absolutely. Tell everybody how they can hear your show, Miss Megan.
8: Oh, they can uh, go into the Apple or Android apps, 99.1 FM Talk, 99FMTalk.com. Uh, uh, and if they're up in the northern Nevada, 99.FM, uh, uh, KK, uh, KKFT. Yeah.
2: All right. Thank you so much for being here. Always awesome to You're have welcome.
8: you. Thanks so much. Very good to be with you. All Thanks.
2: right. Take good care. Bye-bye. All right. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we've got more Andrea K. Show on the other side, 888-344-1170. Uh, DJ Potato Skins, he says Trump needs uh, to right now hit the reset button and do this his way, not the GOP way. Call it like it is, period. That's absolutely right. I, he looked today like a man who was beaten down. He needs to take heart. He needs to remember that he has the American people supporting him and his agenda. We have not wavered on the agenda. And and criticize, criticizing him is from love because we love him and we love what he's about. And we need him to, to get back to who, he, to who he was. And speaking of that, we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere.
4: Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show. And like her Facebook page at Andrea K, Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. Message and data rates may apply. Please don't text while driving.
9: If you've been in business more than 20 minutes, you've probably printed your logo on all kinds of promotional products. We all know logos work. With our 100% guarantee, it'll be right the first time, on time, every time. Your free e-magazine will reveal invaluable insights that can attract new customers, build your brand, and grow your business. Get the latest issue of Amplify absolutely free by texting WOW11 to 88988. That's WOW11 to 88988.
11: This is David Davenport of the Hoover Institution for TownHall.com. Perhaps you've heard about the Green New Deal. It's freshman Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez's revolutionary scheme to reinvent the American economy. She calls it the Great Society, the Moonshot, the Civil Rights Movement of our generation. But look deeper and you'll see different colors, the blue of progressivism and mostly the red of government spending and debt. The proposal calls for a breathtaking $90 billion in green initiatives. Even mainstream Democrats are hesitant about this sweeping effort to reinvent the economy and eliminate income inequality. But media darling Ocasio-Cortez will make it front and center. The first New Deal turns out not to have solved the Great Depression as we once thought. We hardly need a new one. Is it green? Yes. Is it utopian? Yes. But mostly it's the same old liberal blue of government spending and the red of more debt. I'm David Davenport. The Pepperdine Graduate
0: School of Public Policy. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu.
6: After record highs in the stock market, we're feeling the rumblings of a market correction. Dennis Prager here. Don't be caught unaware. Protect your hard-earned money so you can have the retirement you've always dreamed of having. Call W.L. Roth & Associates. They're focused on helping you keep the money you've worked so hard to save and grow. They'll take away the risk of investing while giving you all the upside of the returns. You can't control the market, but W.L. Roth & Associates help you control your investments. Schedule your complimentary consultation with W.L. Roth & Associates. Find out how to guarantee you won't lose any money with market corrections. Call 858-673-7574. That's 858-673-7574. Or go to wlrothassociates.com. W.L. Roth & Associates, your partner for success. 858-673-7574 specializing in IRA, 401k conversion, revocable trust planning, and how to build a tax-free nest egg for retirement
11: without risk. Listen to what Chris said about Andro 400.
1: I've lost almost 40 pounds in 10 weeks. My son was getting married, and when I went for the suit fitting, I was a size 48. And when I went back to do the final fitting, I was a 44. I have more energy, that's for sure. I probably lost four inches around my belly. I'm 57, and I'm back when I was in my 30s.
11: Call 888 400 0435. 888 400
0: 0435. Andro400.com. FM 96.1. AM 1170.
4: The answer. AK, dynamite and address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on The Answer San Diego.
2: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. I've been called a lot. <laughs> I've been called a lot, especially today, even from some conservatives, because I had some criticisms over uh, some of the some of the things that have gone down. But you know that that's just what I am. I analyze everything. I was just as critical of myself in my corporate sales days. I came out of every sales call and sat down in my car and made notes uh, what did I do well? What were my areas of opportunity? How can I do better next time? That's just who I am and how I think. It, you know. So it doesn't mean that I don't love uh, President Trump. But you know, these are really difficult times that we live in. People are really on edge, as I talked about on last night's show. People are really concerned about the future of the country, uh, particularly for their children and their grandchildren. And so I get it. These are really difficult times. And I'm glad that right now we get to transition into a Friday Funday segment where we bring musical artists or maybe we talk about a good movie to go see that weekend or something good that you can read and so I can't think of a better time than to have my next guest on Daniel Crowdhammer, son of yes the one and only Charles Crowdhammer, beloved I'm gonna get choked up beloved commentator and political pundit one of my favorites and I'm so sorry I did not have a chance to meet him at any point uh, Daniel has uh, written a eulogy and updated uh, the book he's the editor of the point of it all a lifetime of great loves and endeavors um, I, Mr. Krauthammer, Charles Krauthammer, had written um, books, but of course he's a celebrated uh, columnist for many years, but he's also a writer. And so Daniel is here to talk about the latest edition of uh, Charles Krauthammer's, his writings, which includes a eulogy from Daniel. Hi, Daniel. Welcome to The Andrea K Show.
3: Hi, Andrea. Thanks very much for having me on tonight.
2: Well, thank you for um, sharing through this book more about your father, his writings, his beliefs, what mattered to him. Uh, I think one of his books was called What Matters Most, correct? Uh,
3: things That Matter. Things That Matter. That was his matter. last collection that came out uh, about six years ago. Uh, and this one uh, similarly is a collection uh, as well. But uh, in addition to columns, essays, and speeches from all throughout his career. It it also has quite a few never before published works as well. Uh, And as you mentioned, my eulogy and introduction, I wrote for the book too.
2: Wow. Um, Yeah. What, what, What was, I have so many questions for you in so little time. Tell us about, we know him from what we saw in him from Fox News. He was brilliant, um, he was charming. He uh, he had a, a little sly grin, and he was quick of wit. But tell us what he was like as a father and how we're going to learn more about him as a person in this book.
3: Yeah, well, he was uh, a wonderful father uh, to me, obviously, the, the best I could ever uh, hope to have had. Um, but uh, a lot of people have asked me that of, you know, what's the, the side of him that people didn't get to see? and i think as you said i'm i'm glad a lot of people saw a lot of him i think through tv of his I mean his intelligence and insight of course but also the humor and that mm-hmm. dry wit and that little <laughs> smile and twinkle in his eye um, but i think one thing maybe that you know you can never have time to really show on tv is just all the little things uh and and just how happy and and joyfully he lived his life he, he you know was so interested in people and everything around him and loved chatting with people and loved uh, just all the small joys in life. You know, you love going to the ballpark and loading up on hot dogs like a little kid
7: <laughs> and
3: uh, you know, gumball machines. Every time he passed one, he insisted on buying a gumball because just loved them. Uh, and, you know, we'd go on long car trips and he loved rink eating beach towns and old diners and uh, you know, just all the, the wonderful little small things, particularly of American life. And, uh, and he never let, uh, you know, any of, of life's difficulties that we all deal with get in the way of that. And I think a lot of that comes through in the book of his that approach to life and that philosophy um, that speaks to so many people, I think.
2: I think we need that so much right now, Daniel. We need to be reminded of what matters. We need to be reminded that no matter how difficult things can, may be and the circumstances in our life, that we can still find joy, we can still find purpose and happiness and still you know, be, be a source of, of joy and love for those around us. And I think that you know he clearly was. And I feel like I, I can be presumptuous enough to say that not having met him and i'm curious i hate to put you on the spot and ask this question but this has been the past couple of weeks have been a challenging time for american politics what do you think he would be saying right now about this whole shutdown situation and the, the divisiveness going on and it just and all the the tensions
3: um well i i always refrain from trying to pretend to know what he would say about uh the current state of things but uh you know, one thing that there are actually uh, some pieces in the book that um, that don't speak exactly to what's been going on, but but issues that he wrote about and talked about that uh, we still are. Uh, he wrote about immigration reform, about uh, in advocating for for deals that would be painful for both sides, but would actually move the ball forward in a meaningful way that that would eventually uh, meet what most Americans actually want it to happen. Um, there's articles in there about that. There's articles about some of the, <laughs> the uh, less savory, more, how should I put it, perhaps more dim-witted moves that <laughs> our politicians make uh, and uh, and my father's real desire for what I would say uh, kind of an honest debate and not posturing, not, um, not playing games that we often see, but of... Let's talk about what the real parameters of the debate are, what the trade-offs and sacrifices are, and and what deals can be made. And he really he always did that with all these issues. He didn't play the political game or just advocating for one team or one side. He oriented people and said, this is what this debate is really about. He did that across so many different topics, and I think it's one of the, the reasons people look to him so much.
2: Yeah, I always admired when I saw him uh, in particularly in debate segments on TV, because when I've done debate segments on TV, I just go zero to 60 like mad, right? And I'm like and then I'm like, you know, not even able to listen to what the other person's saying because I'm just so mad and wanting to make my point. And he wasn't like that. You know, he stayed calm. He stayed cool. He heard what the other person had to say and he responded to it with, you know, with either agreement if he had agreement or countered it if he didn't, and I just think that it's one of the reasons why he's so sorely missed right now. But we still get a chance to to get to to hear that and be exposed to that, and be exposed to him and hear and and hear from him through this book, which I love so much. Um, and it the book is uh, the point of it all: a lifetime of great loves and endeavors. Um, what else do you want to say before we have to wrap it up in the next last minute?
3: Um, well, you know, it's just I guess I would say the book. Like my father, it exemplifies just how many things he was interested in, how many things he knew so well. I mean, it has everything you'd expect in terms of politics, big questions of world history, of conservative thought, of of his philosophy of limited government, but all the way to to questions uh, across the board of medical ethics and, and moral questions, to fun topics like baseball and chess mm-hmm. uh, and sports, and... Uh, and then to some deeply personal sections about some of the things we talked about, his approach to life, his philosophy, and also about people he admired, both great leaders and, and friends who exemplified what it meant to live a good and full life. And I think it's a its a work that really has something for everyone uh, and, and has a, a really powerful message.
2: Well, I can't wait to read it. You know, he... We if if we can each if each of us can leave half or one fourth or one fifth of the legacy that he left in terms of being just a good human and sharing wisdom and, you know, good commentary on TV and making people smile and leaving a family that loved him, you know, the way that he did. I mean, wouldn't the world be a better place if we if we had more legacies? Uh, like that, you know. I, I, in what you've described from him, loving gumballs, loving diners, um, loving little beach towns. That's all me. I think the, I think the one difference I have with him is that I'm an, I'm a football girl. I think he was a baseball fanatic, and I'm not, I'm <laughs> yes, not really, in, <laughs> <for sure. laughs> I'm not into baseball. But I could be persuaded if I got to eat lots of hot dogs and uh, some nachos because <laughs> anything with liquid cheese makes me happy. Um, Daniel, yeah. um, uh, Daniel Crowdhamer, the book is "The Point of It All: A Lifetime of Great Loves and Endeavors," and uh, clearly Charles crowdhammer was someone uh, that should continue to be loved and respected and adored and listened to and learned from so everybody needs to get the book and I'm assuming they can get it on Amazon Daniel
3: yes and and actually I would point people to my father's official website CharlesCrowdhammer.com. crowdhammercom uh, it has all the links um, you could need to find or to buy the book it it's in bookstores everywhere but um, Charles crowdhammercom has great resources for that and also lots of other information about his life and, and archives of his work and uh, tributes written to him. So that's where I would point anyone who's interested to learn more.
2: Yeah, I sure wish that I could have him on and pick his brain on what he thinks about this, what we should be doing with this whole opioid epidemic. And, you know, his his wisdom in so many areas is really missed right now. And I'm just sitting here thinking of all the different areas that I just really wish that he was around to to help us through um but we still have this book and and his website and other and other ways that we can tap into his wisdom and i thank you so much for being here daniel i appreciate it
3: thank you andrea have a good night
2: you too all right we're going to take a little break when we come back we're going to wrap it up with our hero of the week and our stink of the week don't go away
12: We know how much you value your child's education. We also know how hard it can be to balance the importance of that education with the cost. That's why our half-price tuitions are back. The Answer San Diego is once again partnering with top-quality private schools to offer half-price tuition for the fall semester. Now, you can give your child an excellent academic and arts education in a supportive private school environment for half the regular price. Simply log on to TheAnswerSanDiego.com for the complete list of schools. There are two Tuitions for preschool to high school, all at half off. When you find the school you like, give us a call at 844-800-5757. When you call, you can put the half-price tuition on your credit card. It's that easy. Then your child will be set for the fall semester in a great private school for half the regular tuition. Call 844-800-5757 for all the details or log on to TheAnswerSanDiego.com. That's TheAnswerSanDiego.com.
10: Hi, this is Jesse Keegan, owner of Keegan Electric Solar, a certified electrical contractor. Start the new year off right. 2019 is the last year to get the 30% federal tax credit. Your family should take full advantage of the 30% tax credit while it's still available. Let 2019 be the year you and your family go solar. You can produce your own electricity from the sun. Stop paying the escalating prices of the power company. Get a 25-year warranty turnkey solar panel system with top-of-the-line 360-watt panels and in-phase microinverters. This includes a per-panel online monitoring system standard on all installed Keegan Electric Solar panel systems. Let Keegan Electric Solar answer any questions you might have about any of your solar needs. Give Keegan Electric Solar a call at 619-742-8372. That's 619 742 8376 or visit KeeganElectricSolar.com. Money struggles
11: are no fun. If you've got high interest credit card debt, 20, 25, 26%, along with your mortgage payments, Why not reduce the interest, get rid of the card payments, and save yourself some money? I just showed one client how to save herself $1,000 a month. How about student loan debt? I can help you pay that off through your home loan without the cash-out costs. What if you're retired with insufficient income but still making mortgage payments? I can fix that. With enough equity, I'll help you get rid of those mortgage payments once and for all. Call me, Ed Personius. I'll help you save money every month, and I'll get you a great low rate while getting the bank to pay your loan costs. (laughs) What? A great rate, and the bank pays your loan costs? Call 949-293-6271. 949-293-6271. Get more money in your pocket every month. 949-293-6271.
9: NMLS number 1610807. DRE number 02026055. FM 96.1 AM
11: 1170.
0: The Answer
4: ak dynamite and address or just andrea k whatever you call her don't call her fake news it's the andrea k show on the answer san diego
2: welcome back to tonight's andrea k show we are about wrapped up for this week it is friday um i don't really have a huge amount of plans this weekend i tell you what i'm not doing i'm not going to go to the farmer's open and watch people play golf you know, not, I'm not like anti-golf or anything, but I'm anti-watching golf. I'll just put it that way. DJ Carrot Sticks, what are you gonna do? You gonna go to the Farmers Open?
1: No, I kind of <laughs> agree with you. It's yeah. not that fun to watch in person no. or on TV, and it's hardly that fun to even play.
2: Exactly. Thank <laughs> you. I mean, I've had more fun in a dentist chair. There, I've said it. <laughs> oh, don't. Oh, come on now. Don't be. Don't be calling in or sending emails in, bagging on me and DJ Carrot Sticks because we don't like to, you know, hit little white balls with sticks okay I didn't play you know I didn't play field hockey either when I was growing up uh hero of the week and stink of the week um it's interesting because in spite of uh, today's events I always put it out there to you guys Hero of the week and stink of the week um the majority of people said that President Trump was the hero so President Trump you know I I felt like today that you know the Democrats were going to hate him anyway no matter what he did, and and today's move wasn't going to win any Democrats over, but he was g- going to lose his base. I think uh, he did peel off some people today, but it's interesting. So you guys still felt that President Trump was Hero of the Week. For Stink of the Week, it was split uh, evenly between Nancy Pelosi as well as uh, New York for their infanticide. Here's where I'm going to weigh in. My runner-up for Hero of the Week, I'm going to go with Hero of the Week as President Trump because in spite of, of me thinking that he made some missteps – This is a man who sacrificed his money, his life, his family, his peace of mind, everything to try to save this country. And of course, he's going to make missteps along the way because he's a human being. And so you know what? I have to agree with that choice. For stink of the week, I got to go with New York because when we have any body of government voting to murder children, and there was a doctor that was on Twitter getting a lot of retweets who said, look, I'm an OBGYN. There has never been, nor will there ever be, a medical reason to kill a child in the third trimester. A reason to deliver a child? Yes, but there's never a medical reason to abort a pregnancy, i.e. kill the child. They gotta, the baby's got to be delivered anyway. The mother's not going to avoid delivery, and there is no medical reason to kill the child in the process. So to be in the United States of America and not only have it become legalized to murder children, but to see Democrats cheer for it and then turn the Freedom Tower pink to celebrate it was absolutely a really bad low for this country. But take heart, do not be alarmed, Matthew 24, 6, because I, we all serve. There, there's bigger forces of power, whatever your beliefs are. I believe in uh, the Lord Jesus Christ, and I believe he's in control, and we got reason to have hope and joy in our lives. Thank you all for being here. Be right back here Monday, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Woo! It's Friday night. So you're home for-